Welcome to God is Always Popular, the podcast. I'm your host. I'm your revolutionary, your radical thinker, <laughs> James M. Allen. My mind is made up, my heart is full, and my soul is powerful. Today, we are going to talk about blessings. And <laughs> it really cracks me up when, um, well, now, you know, back then, years ago, um, I myself would always say stuff like, oh, I'm so blessed, or relating blessings to a series of good events that happened to me, or bad events, like you get pulled over for speeding, and you know you're wrong for speeding, but the cop pulls up on you, and he don't give you a ticket, and he lets you go, and you're like, oh, thank God, I didn't get a ticket. But how do you relate that? You know, you you say that was a blessing because you didn't get in trouble for doing something bad or a blessing is comes from, you know, good things happening to you. And I hope you're listening because I'm about to rock your world today. The definition of blessings, the original definition, the Hebrew definition, Blessing means happiness. Okay, now in context, it can be used as something outwardly that 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 happened outside of you to you that makes you assume that that is a blessing, right? But to fully understand today's, and, and this is going to be maybe a part two and a part three because it is it is it is deep. But to understand blessings and my cold-hearted fact and truth as to why I'm going to tell you straight up, and even for myself, why you are not blessed when you think you are blessed. It's a hard pill to swallow, but you'll see why. Now, as you know, I am in Genesis. I stay in Genesis because like I am letting you know, if you miss Genesis, you miss everything. And what you have been taught and you are doing is an absolute vain. But let's go back to the father of blessings, the lineage of blessings. It starts with Abraham. But today's topic is about the second generation well the third generation because Abraham Isaac and then Jacob Um, we are going to talk about look at Jacob's life and how we are all restless laborers receiving blessings disguised as lessons. Restless laborers. Now, this is this is pretty long, so starting with let's just let's get into the drama. Cause we all love some drama. So you need to imagine you sitting in front of your TV right now and you just watching your favorite episode. Because here's the deal. Jacob had an older brother named Esau. 
who he swindled twice out of blessings. And in those days, the firstborn and receiving blessings, it's like receiving a billion dollar inheritance. So the younger brother swindles the older brother out of this blessing. And his older brother is furious to the point where he wants to kill him. So Jacob's mother and his father, Rebecca and Isaac, says, you need to leave because your brother is mad at you for stealing his blessings and he wants to kill you. Now, his mother says, just leave for a few days until your brother calms down. So Jacob's father, Isaac, he also blesses him two more times before he leaves. He tells him, um, make sure that he doesn't take a wife from uh, the Canaan, the from the land of Canaan. He had to go to a specific family and get his wife. Then he blessed him with, you know, just, just protection and guidance. And then also, we begin to see, hold on. Also, he's, so so he's blessed a series. First, he's, he stole two blessings, and then he's blessed them multiple times before he, before he flees from his brother. So now we get to the point to where Jacob is loaded up with blessings and it is perceived you think to yourself like this man is man he's blessed he's, he, he did some bad things and he still is being blessed but it turns out that Jacob goes to Laban's house his mother's brother and he becomes a laborer one that goes from stealing blessings then receiving blessings to laboring for blessings now unless you can relate this unless you come from a family that can leave you an inheritance most people that I know even me myself I didn't I don't have an inheritance I will leave one you understand this a little bit that okay prior to that you got something that even that you ain't even worked for well Jacob did both he stole something and he got something that he didn't even work for that wasn't even rightfully his now I get to the restless labor that is the majority of people in America we labor we attain these things through our labor that we relate as a blessing from God or blessings from God. And you are not blessed. You are just a restless laborer. Why do I keep saying the word restless? From the time Jacob stole that blessing, the very first blessing, and then the second blessing, he became weary and restless and there was no peace in him regardless of how many blessings he had, whether stolen blessings, or rightful blessings or things that he worked for he was not at peace and so we find a restless laborer in one of the most fruitful families 
that God has ever worked through for the simple fact the patriarch of our faith his great grandfather Abraham God is upholding Abraham's righteousness throughout his whole generation throughout his whole family and even extends to us today because of one man's righteousness so you have laborers who are laboring for worldly things whether you're stealing it whether you're earning it confusing it with blessings because the blessings that come from God are counted for the righteous so you're on I'm going to say borrowed righteousness and it cracks me up I'm going to get back to where, where I when I first started it, it makes me laugh when I see people say they, they share or they talk about the materialistic things in their lives job, car, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, money, won the lottery, new shoes, whatever you open your mouth and say, ooh, thank God for this, thank God for that. And these are just things that fall upon the unjust and the just, the unrighteous and the righteous. We all were, were cursed with the Adam with the Adam sin and have to work for what we want. That's not a blessing, that's labor. If you apply yourself long enough in the gym, you're gonna build muscles. If you apply yourself long enough at your job, you're gonna get where you wanna go. Or if you're not happy with that job, you have a nice resume and you can move on to get a next job. Where is the blessing in that? And we associate blessings, happiness, temp temporal, carnal things with righteousness from God, which in comparison is a moth to a flame. And I tell certain people that I talk to, that I share the word with, keep your blessings. Give me the righteous blessings. Because they, because righteous blessings that are counted to me is all about my faith, my God in me. All levels in one. Superconscious, subconscious, consciousness. Then I ascend to that. That is the righteousness. So let's get back to Jacob. So he gets there. And Jacob has to basically, let's just call it karma. Where he had to labor. Let me go back for y'all who don't know the story. Jacob had his eyes set on a certain daughter in the house of Laban. Well, 
Laban says to him, if you work for me for a certain amount of time, you can have her. Well, Jacob does that. He's laboring for the blessing, for what his eyes are seeing, his heart desires. Don't that sound like, oh, I want that. So I'm going to work for that. And in the end of it, I'm going to say, I am so blessed. So he labors for that. And then Laban, he swindles Jacob, gives him the other daughter. Jacob has the nerve to say, you, you swindled me. Well, it's kind of like the pot calling the kettle black because you swindled your brother out of his first blessing. And then he says, okay, my bad. I give you the daughter that you want, but you got to work for me another seven years. On top of that, you're going to also work for me some extra years for the cattle. And so Jacob, what his mother told him would be a couple of days, ends up being 20 years of restless labor. Now the whole time Jacob is away from this, the blessings he stole still haunts him. So the restlessness, his his um, his anxiousness is still all about avoiding being killed by his older brother. He has really nowhere to lay his head, no place to rest. And everything he's doing is in vain. And if that ain't us today, I don't know what it is because you, man, even me, myself, when I was playing ball, I'm out there like, man, if I just do all these things, I'm gonna be successful. God is gonna bless me. But from the beginning of the first sin, the fallen, the fallen state, let me let me start saying that the fallen state, the removed consciousness and superconsciousness of losing our image and likeness, from the beginning of that time, we have dominion and control over these things. And some things we will not be able to control. That God is gonna say, This is the way it is now. Because I am righteous enough and my judgment is pure, I can't go back on my word. So what I told Adam, it applies for you. You will toil in the field. If you want to eat, go work. If the harvest ain't ripe, you do it again. Until you get to where you want to go. Now, when you are in my righteousness, when you are in my covenant, I am your God, I am your dwelling place, then you receive the righteousness from God. And all through Psalms, when you talk about the righteousness, the righteous being blessed, these things are eternal and forever. Cars, clothes, money, houses, husbands, wives, these things are not eternal. They come and they go. No matter how much you love a person, no matter how right you do by a person, no matter how hard you work at your job, no matter how many touchdowns you score, when your time is up, your time is up. When this world, when the cosmos calls time on you and they 
stop the clock, your service are no longer needed. We appreciate you, but you gotta go. We're looking for something new and better. That's how it is. Now we also can flip that around and say, I want something better for myself, so I'm gonna go somewhere else where I am appreciated. Are these blessings or, or, or is this just restless labor? And so in Jacob, I see this in all of us. I see this in myself. I used to see it in myself. Not, not as much now because righteousness is the delight, is the journey that I'm on right now. And that's why I want people who I associate with. That's why I want you to be. So we can link up and do great things. Until then, it's just like you over there, I'm over here, and ain't no problems, but we just doing the seeing things different. Right? And so Jacob is sent away, he's laboring, he's restless, he's weary, he's actually running for his for his life. But in the end, he labors enough to get everything that his heart desires. He got the he got the woman he wanted. He got kids, he got the cattle, he got the riches. But all things, like a bad resume, <laughs> like, a, like a felony on your record. When you really go back to your calling where you really want to be, the past comes up in this world. And there is no place to rest, even though you are blessed or you think you're blessed, there is still no rest for the weary. There's only repentance. Now this world is far less forgiving than you are to the God in you. Because if you see, if you remove yourself from the world, which this world won't do. Like if like if I go up, <laughs> if, if, if I go up and slap somebody that I don't know, and then I see them five years later, the only thing they gonna remember is, Hey, he slapped me. And, then, and and so they won't let me live that down. And even though if I go up there and sit up and pray, man, I'm so sorry. Can you please forgive me? No, that is the only thing they're going to remember. They might be cool with me eventually. We might fight, make whatever it has to do. But they're going to always remember that. Because this world will not see the God in you until you recognize the God in yourself and say, I am in this world, but I am not of this world. And so my forgiveness starts with me and a new identity will be shown externally in the world. So all this time, Jacob is holding on to this, let's, let's call it a felony, right? He stole something like, like back then, if he stole what he stole from his brother Esau it is worth hundreds of billions of dollars. So it's a, you know, white collar crime you know what I'm saying he's just three times felt and so he's so he's going back now and all that he has all this stuff and the only thing is on his mind is my brother is still gonna kill me he is not knowing he is labor he is restlessly he is laboring he's a restless labor not knowing that Their father blessed Esau and said that when you have dominion over your brother, it, it will happen. 
the yoke he has over you will be broken. And so that blessing that he didn't even know about was taking place for him and remove the yoke from Esau that he had on his brother. The burden that they both were carrying rested on his brother Esau. And he was already forgiven. That's God. The, the forgiveness nature of saying that I don't have to labor and pretty much kill myself mentally and physically to acquire things, to feel like I am blessed. I'm already that. The yoke is broken. And so we see this in these two brothers, in these blessings, and all this stuff being passed to and fro. And all everybody else talks about is, oh, Abraham, and oh, they were blessed, the land, the seeds, the cattle. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be that Abraham in the church, in the streets, or wherever it may be. But it's all restless labor. Because there is no peace to be found in acquiring all these things and still in fear for your life and for your soul or having Robin Peter to pay Paul just to get some joints in an iPhone crazy to me but you blessed them you, you, you snapping it up TikToking it up on your new iPhone 1100 whatever they got out now yeah but let's get down to business and finish this thing up restless laborers blessings disguised as lessons what blessings have become your lessons that job you got is requiring you to spend more time away from home more time at work then you complain about the tax increase but you bless so I'm going to turn the page here and so let's get to the to the beauty of it all you know out of out of all of it true purpose and identity is found for Jacob. But before he finds that, we find Jacob, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 32, Jacob is preparing to meet Esau. And it's almost like he is writing his will and testament. And you got to take the Bible not as literal and say you might as well say he's preparing for death because he's separating his kids he's 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 giving his cattle to his to certain people he's giving everything away in a sense because he's preparing to meet his end carrying all these heavy blessings disguised as lessons around and in the end he labored rest his restless labor he had a part with it. And so you find this man all along preparing for his death. Blessings disguised as lessons. So as he's preparing for death, the Bible says he's all alone, then all you know, all of a sudden or there is someone with him. And they never say who his name is. They just say, Jacob wrestles with 
an angel. And I'm going to say he's wrestling in his mind. Whether he's contemplating, shall I just run away one more time and just leave it as it is and never go face my brother? What, what should I do? And ultimately, he decides to fight. So, literally, metaphorically, however you want to interpret that to your congregation, it's a fight inside of a man for his life. The true blessing of everything inside. I need to fix me inside to really know the difference between me being blessed or me just being weary and stressed just to attain a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So he holds on and he fights. Bam. Mm. Body chop, body blow, whatever's going on. And he wins. He has a breakthrough. Comes out brand new. New name, no shame. Resurrected, perfected. And he goes forward with nothing. With, with absolutely nothing. No wife, no kids, no cattle, no land, no gold. All the stuff they took from Laban, all the stuff he took with him. He goes forward with nothing. Blessed. Carrying no load, no stress. Highly favored. New name. Israel father of many nations from that this man at a moment in his time now I'm not saying you you have to don't you don't need things God doesn't say that he know we need these things he know you need these things before you even ask for all the while you need to understand too I am not talking external I am talking internal God in you I am. So this man goes forward without one burden to carry. And he sees his brother, and his brother sees him from far off. And the old Jacob kind, he 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 still he's hesitant. And number one, he has an injured hip hip. So if it really came down to it, he couldn't he couldn't fight his brother like he used, like he probably could before he hurt his hip. So these, these things are probably going through his, through his mind physically, mentally. And when his brother sees him, he loves him and falls upon him and, and embraces him. And the peace and, and the joy among all the people. This blessed event that, that came from letting everything go. Not worrying about things, not even worrying about your life because the life that you have is not your own. The name that you have is it. It needs to be changed and it can be changed. It's a it's a, it's a beautiful thing to ascend daily, knowing that I am blessed in abundance, righteously. And it will stand eternal for me. 
I've lost and I've gained. And at times you don't understand it all. But in the end, what is it to gain the world if you lose your soul? Can't take none of it with you. So those blessings that are not righteous blessings, they will be lessons. And, it, and it's all about what you are willing to let go to find your true calling, your true purpose, and live the promise. Because in the end of it, Jacob became Israel and God became his God. He was no longer just the God of Abraham and Isaac. It is now the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Bless. If God can't call you his own, you ain't blessed. So all them things you getting, the lessons will come in due time. But yo, y'all have a good day. I had to hit you with that word, man, because you know, it just be coming in and, and God be like, what you want to do? What you want to say? I'm like, man, let's say it like this. <laughs> and it's a, and it's a, and it's a, it's a union going on. But y'all be blessed. But look, check this out. A lot of things going on, but no matter what's happening, who popping, who liking your posts, who talking about you, what you eat, what you drive, what kind of clothes you wear, how bad your kids are, God is always popping.